Hey guys, thank you for joining me today on Those Murder Girls podcast. I have a short story for you, but it's a very important one. There's someone that's missing, and the person of interest in this missing person's case is now deceased. So we need everybody listening and everyone sharing so we can help bring Lisa home. On March 3rd, 2019, 29-year-old Lisa Hazard left her son's father's house. His name was George Scott III. He lived on Phillips Road in New Bedford, Massachusetts, where Lisa had been staying. Lisa had her bags packed and she was bound for an alcohol rehab facility where she was expected to check in. Lisa had been battling addiction for quite some time and knew that it was time for her to not only get healthy for herself, but for her young son, Dante, and for the rest of her family. Lisa's addiction had taken over every aspect of her life, and the feeling was one that she wanted to just put in her past. The direction that drugs took her and the time that it stole from her and her son was about to come to an end, and she could not have been more ready. Lisa was eager to get back to her bubbly self. She missed the life that she once had that revolved around her son and her family and not by this addiction that she had. Lisa's family was aware of this rehab journey that she was about to embark on and they were familiar with the process because she had been admitted once before so they knew that once she checked in they wouldn't hear from her for a while so when they didn't it was kind of expected. They knew that during the first part of her treatment that she would be cut off from pretty much all communication with anyone from the outside. But when Lisa started to miss things that a healthy Lisa would never miss, her family became worried. Lisa's mother's birthday passed, her son Dante's birthday passed, and then Mother's Day came and went, and that was not like her. Lisa's family started to suspect that Something wasn't right with Lisa and what they had believed had been going on for these past few weeks or months, and they knew that finding her would be the key to getting their questions answered. But when they reached out to the rehab center, Lisa had never checked in. She didn't arrive on March 3rd or the 4th or ever, and that's when they flew into a full-blown panic. Knowing that Lisa didn't have a car to get around, they hoped that something horrible didn't happen to her while she was walking or maybe even hitchhiking. And the last place that they wanted their minds to go was that something awful had happened to her on her way to rehab. But the more people that they talked to and the more investigating that they did on their own, they realized that no one seen or heard from Lisa after that evening. After March 3rd, when she was seen leaving the house with her son's dad, that was it, you guys. She was never seen for or heard from again. So Lisa was reported to the Fall River Police on April 23, 2019, over a month after she left George Scott's house on Phillips Road. Many searches have taken place over the years and nothing has come up about where Lisa can be. Not a clue, nothing. And there are two detectives that are dedicated to Lisa's case that are actively still today looking into leads on what could have happened, where she could be, or for her, like where is she, we wanna bring her home. So with these two detectives working tirelessly on Lisa's case, which is super difficult, obviously, because nothing's coming up, they were able to establish a person of interest. And we know very little to nothing about what led these investigators to this person of interest, which happens to be her son's dad, George Scott III. 
His home was searched last month and a ton of evidence was seized. And I'm so mad that the search warrant in this case is completely sealed. We don't know what they had on George or what was taken from his home. Whatever it was seemed to cause 54-year-old George Scott III to take some pretty extreme measures. And we can't help but think because of these measures that he more than likely had everything to do with Lisa's disappearance. Today, on June 2nd, 2023, the bodies of George and Lisa's son Dante, who just turned eight years old yesterday, were found deceased inside of their home. A welfare check called in by the family is what led authorities to the bodies that were discovered lifeless inside the home in an apparent murder-suicide. A number of knives were found in the home, and it sounds like they were found in the immediate area of at least one of the bodies. Police said that 8-year-old Dante's fatal injuries were caused by a sharp object. The exact cause of death will have to be determined by an autopsy, though. I don't think I'd heard of Lisa's case prior to seeing this headline just today. And I think the only reason why this case is now making mainstream headlines is because George Scott III is the son of an all-star first baseman who played for the Boston Red Sox back in the day. His name's George Scott as well, obviously. Known as Boomer, George Scott played for the Sox in the 60s and 70s. He is a three-time All-Star, eight-time Gold Glove winner. The shitty George, the third one, he also had his attempt at playing Major League Baseball, but he never made it past the minors, which obviously is an accomplishment, but we're not going to give him those props here. The fact that these two men are Scots is the reason why I believe the story is now viral, which is both fortunate and unfortunate at the same time because it just makes me so mad that a majority of these cases that are happening just like Lisa's, we don't hear about them because mainstream media only picks up the ones that are super sensational or have this tie to a celebrity or a public figure, which is super shitty. I I hate it. But I guess we and her family just have to be thankful that now maybe we will be able to find Lisa and bring her home. Hopefully she's alive. Everybody pray that she's alive and just maybe needed to get away. Who knows what her life was like struggling with her addiction and what her relationship was like with George. Although I don't think they were necessarily together. I think she was just staying there when she needed to because her son was there. And she had her own things going on, but hopefully we can bring her home. Prior to Lisa's addiction, she loved life and that girl had goals. She loved doing hair and she turned it into a career that she just loved. So now her family just hopes that she can come back to that opportunity to continue that career that she loved. They remain hopeful, optimistic, and realistic. If you have any information on Lisa's whereabouts or know anything about George Scott, where he was around the time of March 3rd, 2019, please reach out to the Massachusetts State Police, Lieutenant Anne Marie Robertson at 508-961-1918. You can also contact the agency directly at 855-627-6583. Lisa is described as a white woman who stands 5 feet 6 inches tall. She's 110 pounds with long curly brown hair and brown eyes. 
She was last seen wearing black sweatpants and brown boots. She has a distinctive tattoo of an Aries zodiac symbol on her right wrist. In addition to staying with shitty George Scott III, she was also known to stay at 1334 South Main Street in Fall River around the time of her disappearance. So if you know anything, if you've heard anything, if you know anything about George Scott III, where he was around March 3rd, or any conversations that you had with him, call the Massachusetts State Police, ask for Lieutenant Anne-Marie Robertson, and let them know what you know. Thank you for joining me today on Those Murder Girls podcast. I will see you again next week with a brand new episode. This episode was written by me, Raina, and edited by Jules. Bye, guys. Oh, 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 oh,